Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Nerd On Update, our weekly show in which we discuss the nerdy news that excited us about the week. And I am going to have Tom start. Hey, what's going on? Um... <laughs> uh, so this is uh, our second week of doing our our quarantine, our uh, update show. And oh, yeah. um, as everyone's experiencing, there's been a lot of postponement, delays, cancellation going on. And uh, interestingly enough, DC and Warner Brothers, uh, but typically I'm just going to go for more of DC because you know what? I am the DC. <laughs> Whatever, et cetera. Uh, yes. Uh, on everything, on mm-hmm. everything, uh, mm-hmm. have been pretty quiet about their plans of the future. Um, something specifically, so a lot of superhero movies that pretty much dominate the box offices. One really anticipated film, Wonder Woman 1984, directed by Patty Jenkins and reprising the role Gal Gadot, um, was slated for um, ju- uh, this year, June. Um, but that finally got postponed. And the new date is going to be on August 14th, 2020. So it's not like fully canceled. Some people, um, some films like Universal and the Fast and Furious film um, has been moved next year. Other films have kind of like, we don't know the exact dates of where they're going to be at. And it's very interesting to see where all of the, I guess what Josh would say, where it comes out in the wash, um, where the films will lie at the end of the day. And um, the news outlet I've been following a lot um, about this has been Forbes. And um, with Wonder Woman being delayed not too far much, only just two months, um, a lot of, I guess, like uh, economic uh, uh, forecast analysts will say that, like, this could be the first big blockbuster of the year because of what's going on with COVID-19 and the coronavirus. So it's just very interesting to see where um, the, you know, the pieces are going to lie, where blockbusters are going to be and how the film industry is going to kind of, uh, I, I want to say this sadly, uh, limp forward. Yeah. Because this year is just not the year for growth for a lot of companies. Next couple um, of years are going to get hit pretty hard, I think. Yeah. And continuing that uh, with DC Comic Books uh, specifically, um, Diamond Comic Books, uh, they are the exclusive distributor for Marvel, DC, Image, um, and Dark Horse. And they've completely shut down their operations. And that's kind of the tough thing about having a monopoly such as that, where mm-hmm. they were the sole uh, distributor for comic books. And the retail community for comic books have really been um, struggling during this time. And it's really tough. So that's why we always encourage everyone to go to the local comic book store, even when we're reading something digitally. Because um, we got to support those stores. And that's how they got these stories into the people who are making the stuff that we love now. Um, and, but so the kind of the, the highlight, the nice thing is that DC is going to use some, um, of their indie comics, uh, relationships and find, uh, multi-platform ways. That's, they haven't said too much. They gave out this entire release, uh, or the statement saying, um, that they are, want to, you know, obviously provide, you know, the, as much content as people can. I think they put a lot of good um, faith forward to the comic book community because they allowed their comic books to be refundable till June, um, which was a big thing. And then also um, they're telling stores that they're going to continue trying to put uh, comic books in their stores, uh, whether it's without diamond uh, or without them. So it's, it's, it's really interesting to see how big companies, um, the titans of IP are trying to pivot during this time. And I think it's just kind of a cool step forward. I don't know um, what kind of precautions they're going to take. I know that was kind of the big thing of why Diamond shut down is because 
you're distributing things and you can't really protect the the workers. So seeing that there's still efforts being made to try to get the content out there is really cool as long as the precautions yeah. are being taken. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And that's me. Nice. Absolutely. Uh, my news has to deal with comic books and video games. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, the bridge. Um, a couple years back, one of my favorite uh, video games, Horizon Zero Dawn, came out, and I put a lot of hours in it. And platinum it, yeah, plat- platied it, and uh, <laughs> don't sell yourself short, huh? <laughs> don't sell yourself short. Yes, you yes, yes, yes. Um, but it was announced this past week that it will have some comic books uh, coming out Exciting. in July, July twenty sixth, July twenty second. Uh, co-created by Ann Toole, who was one of the writers of Horizon Zero Dawn. The artwork by nice. Ann Molina, but it's going to take place after the events of the game and will follow Talana, who is one of the hunters in the game. And Aloy is nowhere to be found. Apparently, she has disappeared. And there is a <laughs> new breed of killer machines. Um, there's going to be a whole bunch of uh, variant covers, including artwork from Stanley Art Germ Lau, Loish. Peach Momoko, who has done variant covers for Marvel, IDW, Image, and Dark Horse. And there is going to be a one-shot prequel that will lead up to the issue number one, and it will be released on Free Comic Book Day on May 2nd. So, Free Comic Day will be interesting to see because I know a lot of stores are not going to have that uh, event. Is that I mean, going so to I mean, we'll see. Yeah, so like it digitally, I think you know people who have certain uh, subscriptions are definitely going to get it. But like, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how again comic industry is going to go. But one thing I will say, I love that you mentioned all those names of the characters, and I'm like, I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> but it's it's awesome to hear. Like, I, I know there's such a huge community for Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah. so I'm like, it's dope that they're getting more supplementary comp, uh, content for their stuff. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with the comic book company Titans? Uh, the company, yes. yeah, they're that's um, the yes, company I that's am. doing it. Like they did, like Doctor Who, and they've been doing the Doctor Who comics and other stuff. So, uh, and, next uh, for news, Ollie, um, we've got uh, just a little news um, of a release that <laughs> just came out. Tiny, yeah. Uh, Friday or last Friday, we had the release of Animal Crossing: New Horizons on the Switch. Finally, yeah. after much anticipation, we finally have a new Animal Crossing. Now, who has I say it? that? It's- with such excitement, um, but I have never played an Animal Crossing what? before it. I know, yeah. I missed out on all of them. Uh, so, Ollie, you have one now? I have one now. It's New Horizon. And Corey has it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. How are you guys liking it? I am having a lot of fun with it. It's it's like the perfect game. So, the way I've been operating right now with everything going on is I'm glad I have a little bit more time for gaming. So, i kind of been swapping between games. Um I'm playing like Final Fantasy 14 and I'm playing um, Fortnite, believe it or not. At the uh, same time. At the same time. <laughs> but then my second screen, if I'm if I'm gaming, usually will have, I've been putting up just new, just having that game on. <laughs> and it's kind of cool because like I'll just go in, in the game, I'll go on my cot and sleep and I'll just leave it while I'm playing something else and I'll just leave it there because <laughs> like the music oh. is really calming. So an interactive and- wallpaper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I do no also have Ollie like. No wonder Ollie loves it. <laughs> I do also have my like sessions where I'm like doing all my tasks the, and everything. The visuals. But, <laughs> but the music, it's just the music. I'm like having it in the background while I'm playing like a different game. It's like relaxing. 
I think it's been probably one of the most positive posts I've seen on social media a lot. It's just a bunch of Animal Crossing things. It's yeah. all Animal Crossing yeah. all the time. Someone and I want to give a video of like a bug on a stump with a radio nearby, and it was like yeah. a minute long uh-huh. of that. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Now I'll be the first person to tell you um, if you have like a video game person that you watch on YouTube that you're trying to help them grow, go watch their content if they're making Animal Crossing content. But I do have to give a shout out to IGN because I came into it knowing like nothing and like I was like, what do I even do? You know, and then watching a bunch of like their coverage on it has been really helpful to to kind of like get my bearings on what Animal Crossing is about. So shout out to IGN. I mean, um, I will say, I mean, with everything that's going on, like both on PS4 and Switch, my friends list of people who are online is much grown. higher. <laughs> yeah. But on <laughs> Switch specifically, there are times that I'll log in and it'll be like 10 friends are online. All of them are yeah. playing Animal playing Crossing. Animal Crossing. Uh, yeah. It's like, hmm, I um, don't have that. I also really want to hear everyone's impression of the the way that they talk in the game. Oh. <laughs> really badly. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, oh, you don't know? Oh, my God. It's uh, it's the best. Yeah, I'm, ha- I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, also with that, with some Nintendo stuff, Nintendo also, at the time of this recording, had already released a mini direct. Mm-hmm. And so there's a new uh, Animal Crossing DLC that came out that is in prep for e- Easter. Um, the new Smash Fighter, which is someone from ARMS. Uh, and also two new Xenoblade Chronicle games. One that's actually the whole game, a definitive edition, and then another one that is um, like a, an epilogue. For it, so and they've also explained a little bit more about what's going to happen in the Pokemon Sword and Shield expansion, and mm. you're going to have some more decisions to make, uh, whether you evolve your your dude into a Water or a Dark type. And I'm like, well, you know, Kayla, when are you getting your Switch? <laughs> <laughs> One day when the economy isn't tanked. Fair. Um, awesome. So next part that has been the news, and for the next part of our show, this is when we answer questions. From you, the people. And oh, you, can send, you can send those questions to <laughs> you can send those questions to questions at nerdon.tv or you can reach out to any of our social medias. But if you are a member of the Nerdon Nation, you will get a Nerdon nudge to the <gasps> end of the line. And so you can ask questions like Jackie asks, what TV or film trope or tropes? do you wish would just go away? So let me give you a list of all the... Tra- I'm kidding. No, no, God. Before we... Uh, before we before before I, this, I was like, Tom, give us some examples of tropes. And then he went on for about five minutes and Corey yeah, was like, enough. 45 minutes went by. And then I, and then I, saw, I cried and I then just said, do, do, do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So, great. Caitlin, you get to go first then. Uh, great. Of course, I haven't picked mine. Yeah. Uh, I understood what it was. I just... Uh, I guess, I can go first. Uh, yeah, I'll leave. Oh, Jesus, I'll save you. <laughs> Thanks. As your only companion, apparently, of everybody. Um, so my favorite, I also haven't had him pick, but I'm going to fly by to see my pants. My first. This is the one you wish you'd like, go away. My The one I wish I would go away is, is in horror genre. <laughs> can we just make that genre? I'm just kidding. Uh, the, the part I don't like about it is the suspenseful music playing while the person sl- uh, slowly creeps towards the thing that's making the sound only to reveal option A, it's his cat. Option B, they're dead. Option C, it's their friend being silly. It's like, get rid of that trope for me and then I'll be happy. The fake I mean, out. The, the fake out. The fake out. Or or it being real. Just the suspense up to it with the music. That, so like, you don't like, that's the you're not liking the genre. Suspense from horror. <laughs> Just that specific thing. <laughs> 
of the character no, slowly fair. going fair. towards their whatever thing was making the noise while that music is like <sighs> creeping up to a crescendo. Like just that trope specifically. Okay. That's fair. You can have suspense. Just don't do it with like slowly okay. going towards a thing that maybe made a noise Thomas while seriously music. thinking of telling you you don't so just get rid of horror. That's uh, <laughs> but that specifically is is a part of horror I don't I don't enjoy. So yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. <laughs> uh, dumb blondes. It's a base, right? Uh, dumb blondes. I remember I Zombieland. I I think it's it's a weak writing point. I think it's a crutch. Um, yeah. I think it tells me you don't know how to develop characters or write comedy. Wow. Just yeah. to have kind of like a cookie cutter, like insert this. Well, it's a way. It's like it's like almost like a a filler character. Yeah. It's like it's, it's almost like really like they don't almost don't provide anything, and that's like the tough thing about it. No, they're the butt of every joke. Do. <laughs> they don't. Uh, they don't add anything to a story other than to have your main characters go, "Oh, how dumb." And you're like, yeah, right. great. I don't, I'm not interested in that. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's also, it's also like a, you know, in, in 2020 now, especially it's, a, it's a, it's misogynistic. Cause there's also like the only other equivalent is the skater dude, but they're not quite idiots. Cause they like kind of have the jock. They're like free or whatever. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's uh, I think it's, it's yeah, it's time for that to go. And I hope it never comes back. I get it. Well, I get it. I'm gonna write this oh, film. I'm gonna write go this. <laughs> go ahead, Caitlin. Uh, fat people's personality being food. Uh <laughs> but, well, I say fat because I I put no like connotation on it. But uh, yeah, people who are like overweight and like their whole personality is like them with food in their hands and eating it because mm. like there's Did a million different reasons to be yeah, exactly like there's a million reasons to be overweight, fat, whatever you want to call it. And like food should not be all that you have to offer to a, a role. So yeah. that can go. It's equivalent with the dumb blonde thing. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, Josh? Um, <laughs> I think mine, it, I mean, it's related to horror as well. I think it's more so dumb decisions in horror. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, <laughs> it's like people don't know how to make smart decisions in horror. Of course, it's not across the board. It just, it's mm. very prevalent uh, it's just something that I'm like, really? Yeah, there's that, that so many logic gaps all the time. It's yeah. the one thing I liked um, in Cabin in the Woods is that they're they're drugged into making those decisions. Yeah, those yeah. dumb decisions. They did because like it gives you the context of why. It gives like, you a little bit of the why would they? Why would that. you ever do that? Why, why would you have sex go, in oh, the middle of the woods? Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tom, for me, uh, I think I think. Uh, Black guy dies first. I think that one is like something I'm like. It's such. You still see like, it a lot though. Yeah, um, and not in just horror, just in action films too, or like random things. I'm like, why, why? And mm-hmm. the thing is, like, when they avoid it, I'm like, cool, that's fine. But then sometimes every once in a while, you're like, it, it had to be the black guy. It, I, I don't know why. Like, it just had. Like, why did it have to be that one guy? <laughs> like, out of all the three other scientists there, like that one died, and it's like, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, I. I, I don't think a lot of people are very, uh, I think, and that's also the thing too, is like the way that tropes, I think, operate on the people who are making the tropes is like, they don't see that something's operating on them. And then like, you know, kind of like having women halfly clad in like opening sequences where they're like half naked. It's like, you know, that could be like a male gaze or something like that, where it's like, 
even if it's a woman filmmaker, it's like you don't understand that like you've watched majority of men directed films and you don't understand like you see you don't see that like that's still operating on you. And so like a lot of people are like, oh yeah, I love horror movies. And then like that always happens. Like, but don't you see you could do it differently? Yeah. And that's mm. that's a tough thing with tropes. It's like you can do it differently. It just sometimes you feel like it's the right thing you can to do. Achieve, with you a, can achieve the same effect doing yeah. something different. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. So. And that's kind of what I mean by mind is like, I feel like, like to me, it's, it's not doing that. The thing that I don't like it, to me, it's not, it's not that I don't like suspenseful. to me. It's not suspenseful because it's, it's broken for me. Cause you like, know, oh, this oh, okay. so it's, it's going to be A, B or C. It's not suspenseful. Like in the moment. alien did it the best. There you go. See? Yeah. Or cat. conjuring too. conjuring data pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, Next question, second question comes from Julie. Julie asks, what hobby would you like to try? Hmm. Having a hobby. I've been really <laughs> wanting to <laughs> try it. It's fun. Uh, yeah. I mean, hobbies are great. Um, I, I wish I had more of them personally. I really want to get more into, go back into my artist roots and, and try like painting minis. We were, was it Tom that I was talking yes. to you about it? Yeah. I was like, I've been wanting to get like a kit from like Amazon or whatever, like those little paint, like airbrush little kits you can get and just see what I can, if I have any art skills remaining <laughs> from my painting days. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if it's a huge art s- skill, but it's also definitely a consistency and it's something that you have to put love into. Yeah. Um, Cause I'm, I mean, I'll, time, yeah. you know, focus. TLC. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll jump on that too, because um, I love like kind of building stuff. So like, I'm like modded my switch. I, I built Gundams um, and I want to get into like painting minis because I think there's some kind of sense of like you're putting your own character and your own yourself into that mm. just gray or white piece. And you're just like, I want to, you know, decal this. I want them to have red long hair. I want them to, you know, be able to have golden armor on top of the fur yeah. that they're wearing and stuff like that. So, And it, it is worth pointing out like, like all of us are gamers. Gaming is a legitimate hobby, I feel anyways. Um, but I think... In this case, we're trying to stretch a little bit and maybe think of like physical hobbies or things we don't typically do, even if it's digital. In the day to day. Yeah, it well, can be digital, but just kind of like stretching. To me, uh, in my mind, this is my head canon of it. You guys can have different ones. A hobby is kind of like it's something you that costs money. It takes a lot mm-hmm. of time, and it's something that typically you it involves like progression, getting ma- getting better yeah, at it. Yeah, you, you do. It and it's almost cost like money. Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't I mean, have to cost money. Clock I mean, locks, you know? that's for me. Yeah, it's or it's like yeah, yeah. I, I like building a miniature train station or there are fishing. People who have hobbies of specifically using recycled materials to create things. Yeah, and the creation or free of that, things or, that are yeah. nature. You know, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, something that requires. I don't know. For me, it's something that feels like I feel like it requires like some kind of prep time. That's usually yeah. like mm-hmm. a hobby. Yeah. Like I mean, even like trading a study cards component to it. Yeah, even like trading cards is like a hobby and stuff like Research, that. Research, you know, uh, values and yeah, know, all that stuff. Yeah. Caitlin, Josh, or Corey. Um. Not at the top of my mind. I kind of just, I usually try everything I can. And if I don't like it, then it's not my hobby. So I don't really have anything off the top of my head that I, I, I would say magic is, I would, I would describe magic as one of your hobbies. But yeah, but isn't it asking what we don't have? What what would you like to try? Uh, What would you like to try? (laughs) Yeah. All of it. I mean, I like trying things. I don't have anything specifically off the top of my head. Um, Mm -hmm. At least that I haven't already tried and either decided I liked or didn't like. Gardening, yeah. I'd like to try too. Mm. I want to do fishing as well. Fishing, that'd be good. I, tr- I, I tried fishing when I was in Boy Scouts back in the day, mm-hmm. teenage years, but that was the last time. Yeah. I um, I want to try animating. 
Mm. Ooh. Um, I think that would be a lot of fun. I used to really enjoy, like I used to be super ultra artistic. I was doing jewelry making and I wanted to get into metal smithing and I was doing painting and I was doing ceramics and I was doing stained glass. Nice. I did a bunch of stuff. Um, what kind of animating? Um, cartoon stuff. Like medium, I don't know. like paper or like digital? Like Probably paper? digital animating. Digital, okay. Um, just because uh, I hate eraser shreds. <laughs> with a hot, fiery passion. Reason. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've I've used the kneaded erasers and stuff, but I just I they get everywhere and it drives me insane. So digital uh digital animating is something I would love to try. Nice. Get you a Centique. There you go. <laughs> One more thing to purchase. Yeah. Josh. Josh. Um, I when I was a kid, I used to draw a lot. Uh and so I guess I would like to try to get back into drawing because I remember mm. enjoying it a lot and um, I mean Robbing I have the technology to, to do it I just it, drawing I think is also something that takes time like to actually yeah. get better um, oh yeah and sometimes that's that's hard to put that, that time towards anything, it isn't that kind of anything though takes yeah. time to get better yeah well if you like yeah. a hobby yeah. is like something yeah. like you know it could be something that would be a, somebody's profession that you're just doing yeah for fun yeah. because probably for that person, hopefully that person enjoys what they're doing and it's their hobby that they get to make money on. And you know, that's, I mean, that dream. happened with Josh can attest to this too. It happened with music. It's now a hobby of mine. I used to do it professionally and it ruined it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So sometimes doing it professionally isn't the way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Josh, if you like uh, drawing and stuff like that, you should probably uh, on Twitch, Jim Lee, he oh, yeah. does Twitch streams and he draws like, he'll draw like all might in a, in a DC comic book style. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. And uh, Todd McFarlane does a lot of like tweets where he'll just show videos of him drawing. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen those. It's, it's just learning, like especially like honestly, figure drawing, like Mm. like character character design, like uh, learning the shapes and the all that kind of stuff is angles. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's something that I would love to love to try. That meme where it's like the the triangle one image and then the next frame it's them it's the perfectly shaped I saw like something that was like how to draw a comic book figure and it was yeah. like it, it sketched out the thing and then like the next frame yeah. was just like this was like beautiful there's or an entire like, uh, subreddit called then you finish the owl and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's all yeah, I think that's where I got it from it's yeah. all instructions like that but there's a great if you want to get into comic book uh, character drawing there's the uh, the Marvel one is like still held as one of the greatest. Really? Uh, yeah, the greatest. The digital uh, one, right? No, I mean it, it's digital. I don't know, but there's a book that teaches you how to that that Stan Lee helped co-create mm. um, with one of the artists there, and it's it's still held as like one of the best ways to learn how to draw comic book characters. Oh, oh that's cool. I will look at wow. that. Give it a Rob Liefeld probably doesn't like it. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, last question comes from Mora. Uh, what's your favorite saying slash mantra that helps you stay grounded in life and or helps you keep things in perspective? I know mine. All right. Go for it. it. Sure. This too shall pass. This too Ah. shall pass. This too shall pass. hardships from before that you've transcended, Mm -hmm. that you've overcome. This is only for now. I I, I think I've actually thought about having that as a tattoo. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Um, uh, the one mine I've considered putting as a tattoo for me, and that is Paradasia Adastra. It is a Latin saying that means, roughly translated means, with boldness to the stars. Um, and I will be getting it tattooed at some point soon, hopefully, on myself. Is, it is, is that is that your quote that keeps you grounded? 
it keeps me grounded. It keeps me ambitious. It keeps me going, you know, shooting for the stars. You know, that's what that's about. It's about putting away your, um, any hesitations you have, any limitations you think you might have, um, ignoring all of that and, and just shooting for it because another Steve Jobs quote where like, you know, you'll notice that, you know, every, the next person is only, you know, you're smarter most likely than the next person. You're likely, if you push, if you push into the world, then you might actually see an effect and it might push back. And it's about kind of like, you know, making an effort, making an effort. Stuff. (laughs) Stuff and things. Stuff. Kaylin or Uh, Corey? For me, it's uh, slowly but surely. I don't really remember where or when that came up, but um, uh, everything kind of feels like uh, I have anxiety and depression and a bunch of stuff. So even like normal daily tasks can sometimes seem massive mountains to climb. So the idea of slowly but surely and taking each little step forward is more important than and than just stopping. So slowly but surely is my motto that keeps me grounded. Nice. Tom? Antidepressants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not joking. Like that's what's, um, I mean, I have sayings and I have have other things that um, I say to comfort myself, but the thing that's really allowed me to function is medication. Um, so that and cats. Having yeah. cats around or pets in general always keeps me grounded. But uh, mm. yeah. Um, nice. For a favorite saying or a mantra for me, I don't know. I I feel like I fucking like revolve around several of them. But I think uh, the one I think that struck me the most like uh, at a young point, And I remember reading it in my, uh, you know, like in uh, middle school or in high school, they, they issue journals. Or mm-hmm. agendas, so you can like write down like the homework and stuff like that. And they would have like a quote. And I feel like I always get the person wrong, so I'm not going to try to quote it. But if anyone out there finds it, listen, slip inside the DMs and let us know. But it's um, pretty much uh, the greatest things in life have been accomplished by those um, during a time that there was no hope at all. Um, mm. And that has always kind of given me like some idea that like things can always be bad and things are probably going to get bad, but like you it's like, close to the whole like dark night is darkest before the dawn thing. Uh, yeah. Close. It's like that, but except it's not, it's not a fictional character. It's like, uh, okay. I mean, not, not to like downplay dark night and all this stuff, but it's like, no, no, it's, just the phrase, the night yeah. is darkest just before the dawn. Just that yeah. phrase is what, I mean. um, yeah. And, uh, but it, it really kind of helped me kind of just think about it as like uh, a kid in my adolescent days, as well as like, and now I always think about it because it's, it's not even like the night is darkest before the dawn that like things will get better, but they have to get worse before they get better. But it's like, even in great adversity, you can still make something good. Um, okay. and it's, and it's like, um, very much like, I like that. you know, no one, you know, like there's so many no's before you get to yes. And so like how many times, like, has there been no way to get to the stars? How, been, how many times have been there no ways to like write your book or make the film or get through a uh, depression or a financial you know struggle? It's like, there's so many like ways that like, no, that doesn't work. No, that doesn't work. But like, even when there seems to be no hope at all, like, like mm-hmm. people can accomplish the greatest things when there's no hope at all. And like, it doesn't have to be like fucking world changing, but world changing to you. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I've, I've yeah. always really liked that quote. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. Love it. Awesome. Everybody at home, thank you for sending in uh, your questions. Um, 
to Jackie, Julie, and Moira. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. We Moira? love answering your question. Moira? <laughs> not, Moira. Not, not the uh, no British. I. Moira. 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 Like Moira. That's Overwatch. Uh, M-O-R-E-U-H. Yeah. Moira. Um, Thank you, everybody, for listening. And healthy. And, yeah, exactly. If you are new to Nerd On, please check us out. Uh, our website is nerdon.tv. Uh, stop by, rate and review us wherever you listen. Do consider joining the Nerd On Nation. As we mentioned, you do get a Nerd On nudge to getting your questions answered. But there's so many really fun benefits like bonus episodes and discounts on merch and early access. There's a lot that goes on. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, check that out. Do check out um, our Discord server, which is now live to the public. If you are a member of the Nerd On Nation, you do get fun private uh, sections of that server, uh, which you can talk to uh, yeah. other members of the Nerd On Nation and directly to us. But uh, but yeah. if you have if you have Mister Announcement about that, we have opened up our Discord servers just because we do want to invite people in during these times so that we can chit chat and and you know keep stay together. Tight. Stay together, yeah, yeah. Definitely. This is the uh, time to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that has been the Nerd On Update. Thank you so much for listening. We love you all. You know the drill. As always, Nerd, nerd On! on.